Hello, welcome back to the True Feminine Podcast. My name is Rachel Cheryl, and I'm actually getting married in one month, and so my last name is about to change, and I don't know if you guys know this, but my last name is about to be Green, so I am about to be Rachel Green, and if any of you are fans of the show Friends, yes, I am about to be Jennifer Aniston from Friends. Fun fact. Anyways, um, but till then, I'm Rachel Cheryl. So welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. If this is your first time, welcome. If you have been here before, uh, welcome back. And um, if it's your first time, uh, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast um, to get updates when I um, put out new podcasts. Also, I would just want to apologize. I have missed a week. Um, I usually put out a podcast every single week, but I have been so busy lately trying to plan this wedding that is coming up. So after my wedding, I am all yours and I will be back and ready (laughs) to be way more consistent. So um, hang in there, ladies. Okay, so we're going to jump right into today's topic. And today's topic comes from a question. I did a QA and a the other day. And the question I got was, how can I believe in love again? And I just love that question because I think so many of us, we've been so hurt. We've been so jaded by the world. We have been jaded by certain men, uh, relationships in our lives, and um, sometimes it is hard to believe that love truly exists or that, you know, one could ever love again. So I want you to sit back, relax, get comfortable wherever you're at, and we're going to dive in. So how can I love again? How can I believe in love again? So if if you are somebody listening to this and you are asking that question right now, the chances are that you have been deeply, deeply hurt, wounded, you have felt rejected, you have felt dismissed, you have felt forgotten, you have felt um, used, you have felt unsafe, insecure, all of those types of things, panicked, anxious, um, and the chances are that your heart has been broken once or twice, or I don't know how many times in your life, but your heart has been broken. And um, I just want to say that I totally feel you on that. And my heart has been broken many times before. And it is just not a fun feeling. It's this icky, sick feeling in your stomach. So eventually we do heal from those and we pick ourselves up off the floor and we try again, right? Or we bump into somebody who seems like they're a little different. And we begin to soften our heart to this and open our little love tanks again. The problem is is that um, we don't fully believe love can happen for us. And the reason we believe that we believe that lie is because of our past experiences. And, you know, I always just reiterate, I am not a psychologist or psychiatrist. Um, So, you know, everything I say, you know, that's my disclaimer. Um, But I have studied a little bit of this type of stuff and experienced it. So I'm here to help you. So, um, you know, what do we do? What do we do when we're like, oh my gosh, you know what? It's been a while since I've dated somebody. And you know what? I think I need to pick myself up off the floor and start dating again. Well, 
then what happens is, is you start dating again and all those issues start rising up and they rear their ugly heads at you and you're triggered, you're reminded of past hurts and pains and all those things. And so, um, and then you're just, and then you begin to self-sabotage. So what do we do to believe in love again? Well, here's number one. I want you to remind yourself, number one, remind yourself this, that whoever you may be interested in today is not your ex. This person that you might be interested is not your dad who may have hurt you. He's not your mom. He's not your ex-boyfriend. He is not the abusive person that you experienced in your life. He is his own person. He is a different person. And so we cannot project other people who may have hurt us onto somebody that we barely even know. And oftentimes we do that. I have been guilty of that myself. And um, this oftentimes pushes potentially good men away because we're so busy just assuming that this man, this new guy who just showed up is going to be like the old guy. That he's going to be just like your ex. He's going to hurt you. He might hurt you like that other person hurt you. But the reality is the truth, the fact of the matter is that you don't even know this new guy yet. You haven't even gotten to know him. And so sometimes you have to calm yourself down and say, okay, this person is a completely separate person from the person who hurt me before. So I'm going to allow myself the opportunity to get to know this person before I make judgments, okay? Also, in your next relationship, or maybe the current one, I want you to look for ways to honor yourself and to put yourself first, okay? So I know this can be a little difficult sometimes because, um, especially if you're a Christian, so a lot of you guys know that I'm Christian, and I think in the church um, we get taught a lot that, you know, it, you know, it's, life is all about service, right? It's about serving. It's about helping people. And that this is, this is kind of our mission, right? To share God's love. But the thing is, is that, yes, that is all true. But so when I do say to put yourself first in a relationship, I'm not talking about in this bratty, like selfish way, but in this queen-like honoring way. And so the queen just sits on her throne. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. She just sits on her throne and she does not try to prove her worth to anyone. Everybody who comes in her presence is trying to prove their worth to her. She doesn't do anything, barely says anything. She does nothing. She just sits in the essence of her beauty and the essence of her femininity and her beauty and who she is. And she is just, she just, she just dwells, right? So sometimes I think we are trying to over, um, over prove ourselves, right? Do you girls ever feel like you are just constantly trying to prove yourself to other men, to women, to anybody, right? Um, to your boss. It's just we live in this world where we're in constant, a constant state of trying to prove our worth to the world around us and especially to men around us. And so I just want you to realize that when we do that, um, I, I call it 
convincing mode, right? So it's like you, you go into this convincing mode where you feel like you have to convince people how cool you are, how amazing you are, how beautiful you are, because you don't quite believe it yourself. And so I want you to switch that around. I want you to come in and go, you know what? No, I'm going to look for all the ways I can honor myself and I can put myself first in this next relationship. Now, if you're following along on the masculine and feminine energy thing, I talk a lot about taking all of your energy, all that energy that you're putting on a, on the man, the overthinking, the overanalyzing, the... Um, the wondering, the strategizing inside of your head that you're doing, where you're thinking, oh my gosh, what could I do to impress this person? All of those things. I want you to stop that. And I want you to take all of that energy, which means essentially all the focus that you're putting on this man, and I want you to reverse that energy and put it right back on yourself where it belongs. And you want to take all of it off of the man, put it on yourself. This creates this magnetization, right? I'm not even sure if that's a word, but magnetization, we're going to roll with it. So it crea creates magnetism, okay? So um, because you are creating this polarization, meaning north, think of the north and south pole, right? So there's one pole on one side, and then on the opposite side, there's another pole. So you're creating this opposite thing, you know? Um, and so... You're no longer just so focused and putting all your energy on this man, you're putting it on yourself. So what does putting this all this energy on yourself look like in, in the day-to-day? -day? Well, in, in your next relationship, first of all, it looks like stop over giving to the man. So when you enter in your relationship, for some reason, us women feel the need to overgive and outgive this man, which actually becomes typically can be a disservice to us. And it's a disservice because we are stealing the man's purpose. So all men were created. Um, they were created. We're all created with purpose. But a man needs a sense of purpose. So we don't want to steal his sense of purpose away. Okay. So a man's purpose is to give, is to work, is to do, is to take action, is to serve, is to step up, is to rise up and sacrifice, right? And so if we step in and we're the ones, the woman who, the feminine part that's just like, I want to give to you, I need to serve, I need to do all these things and fall at your feet and, you know, all, all these things. This takes away from a man's purpose and he has no space to step in to give to you because guess what? You sat there and did all the things to give to him. By the way, this doesn't set you up for a winning streak, okay? Because if you start the relationship as the giver, guess what? The man's always going to expect you to give to him, and he will actually, it sets the tone and the base for your relationship for you to always be the one giving. So I want to just say that this doesn't mean that you never give, okay? You can give, but I typically like to, and, um, to help you to try to tell you girls to um, give once something has been given to you. So the giving can look as much as a text. The man texts you, so guess what? You can text him back. Okay, I have spent way too many times over the years entertaining guy friends, okay, that I thought liked me and I liked them. And 
you know, when we hung out, they were flirty. They seemed like they liked me and they were a Christian and they served and they did all these things. And I always thought we, you know, I was dreaming up my future with all of them. But here's the real deal, girls. These guys would text me occasionally when we weren't at the friend group things, but they were not actively pursuing me. And back then, I didn't even know the difference. I thought if a man texted me occasionally, um, if he called me once in a while, or if he, you know, was flirty with me at a little shindig I was at, I literally thought, oh my gosh, he totally likes me. He's probably going to like me even more eventually and ask me out and all these things. And do you know what I would do? I would spend an, a year or two going in circles with these guys who I thought were my, they were my guy friends and they were, they were cute. They were flirty. They were fun. They were kind of like, believe the same things I believe. And we were in the same friend groups. So I thought it was always a match made in heaven and only to find out that you know, I would be going in circles for like two years just thinking this guy likes me or thinking he's going to make a move. And guess what? He never made a move. It wasn't until I actually started dating guys who were purposely dating me, purposely investing in me, purposely reaching out and texting me and taking the initiative that I realized, wow, all those times I thought all those other guys liked me, I was sorely mistaken. Because a man who truly likes you will rise up. He will actually pursue you. <laughs> he will actually give to you and he will actually invest in you. He will invest his time, his money, his resources into you more than you do to him. In fact, he'll actually invest so much in you that you'll feel like you're not doing anything. And honestly, that's how it should feel. If you're in a relationship right now and you feel like you are doing all the work, you're doing everything, he does nothing. Um, honey, you're in a relationship where you are in the masculine seat and he is in the feminine. And that probably won't change anytime soon. You can have some conversation. It could change. Um, and this is where I would coach you through that. It could change, but it would take a lot of boundaries, setting up boundaries, holding fast to your boundaries, and then also communicating and saying certain things like, hey, you know what? I really love you. Um, I actually love giving to you. But um, for me, when I'm in a relationship with someone, I would love to be in a relationship with a man who gives as much back to me, if not more. Um in an investment into me. And so if that's not where you're at, that's totally okay. But for me, I'm going to put a little boundary up with some of the ways that I'm giving to you for now. That is just one quick little tip on how to have that conversation. But girls, I just don't want you to waste your time. Okay. So I am all about not wasting time because time is money. Time is gold. And time is something that we will never, ever get back. Money, you can always get back, right? So if you invest money in something, you lose it. Guess what? You can re-earn that money. Um, but time, we can't ever get back. And so I don't want you to waste your time. I don't want you to waste your emotional space, your emotional energy on men who are not fully pursuing you. Um, you know, if they are your guy friend, if they are your guy friend and you think that they might like you, 
there's a good chance that they probably like you, but they do not see you as relationship material. Because if they did, a man will step up and do something about it. A healthy man, okay? He's dysfunctional. He might be too scared and all this, this, and that. But you don't want to waste your time. You don't even want to date a guy who is emotionally unhealthy um, because you will be exhausted in that relationship. Um, it will always be a struggle. You want to be with somebody who is emotionally healthy and emotionally available. Okay, so um, again, falling in love again, or how can you believe in love again? Well, I would say take your next relationship slow. I would say, um, you know, this looks like watching and listening to his actions more than his words. So setting up good boundaries and so much more, okay? But his actions are everything. And I know I preach this a lot, but I'm going to keep preaching it. You have got to watch his actions. How does the man that you have a crush on today, how is he investing his time? Gen I mean, ask that question genuinely. How is this man investing his time that you know of right now? What does he do with it? And if you don't know totally what he does with his time, then I suggest that you start asking him what he does in his free time, what he does when he's not talking to you or around you dig in a little bit but you know what what is he doing with his time is he calling you three times a week but um the other all the other time he might be at work he might be at parties he might be hanging out with certain groups i don't know what he's doing but you need to evaluate how he spends his time now, is he spending his time wisely? Is he spending his time in a way that is bettering himself? Is he spending his time in a way that is productive and, um, you know, he's actually doing, you know, maybe he's in school, maybe he's studying all the time. I don't know. Or is he trotting around, hanging out with a whole bunch of people and friends and, you know, is he, is he going to parties? Is he, what is he doing? You know? Is he just watching TV? Is he playing video games? I mean, what is this guy doing with his time? And this is a great indicator to tell how much he likes you, is how he is investing his time. And girls, I don't want you to settle for breadcrumbs, okay? I want you to get the whole full course meal, okay? The full course meal is a nice long process, but it's a process that has gradual growth happening throughout the whole process where he is taking next level steps, okay? So I know, I know, I'm going to end soon, but I know that a lot of you are falling for the hot, cute, fun, charismatic, life of the party guy in the room. I know you are, because I used to be that girl. And I know he's irresistible, I know he's charming, and I know he's fun. But I'll bet you he's tough to lock down, huh? And he gives you a little, but he doesn't give you a lot. And so I want you to notice the difference. Then I want you to look at the nice guy in your life. See who they are and see if any of them are coming towards you. How they want to help you and give to you. And I want you to start falling more in love with actions. High quality actions like giving investing, caring for you, um, 
consistency. I want you to fall in love with those things before you fall in love with their hot little face that you want to kiss. I know. Sorry, I went there. Yes, because it's true. So I want you to learn to fall in love with quality, okay, and not breadcrumbs, okay? We don't want to eat breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs are something that uh, people who are struggling and desperate are typically eating, okay? Um, but you are not struggling and you are not desperate. My friends, okay, my girls, you are not desperate. You do not need to settle for breadcrumbs. Remember, get back on your little queen throne, okay? <laughs> so to speak, girl, so to speak, all right? Um, and sit there and embody what a queen really is. She is beauty. She's grace. She is elegant. She doesn't need to prove herself. She just knows who she is. And she just waits. She waits for the king to come for her, the queen. And so don't settle and don't be fooled or misled by a hottie who is flirting with you. I mean, if he flirts with you, you can have some fun and flirt with him, you know, by all means, but don't expect that he's going to be ready to settle down and marry you or invest time into you. Unless a man is actually investing that time consistently, and I mean, you need to give time to watch him for a month or two before you start dreaming up your wedding in your head with him. Okay, because it takes time to see if a man is actually consistent, not just a week or two. More than that, okay? So I'm going to end there, but um, I'm going to just wrap it up for you. Okay, so how can I believe in love again? Okay, for one, number one, do not compare the man that you're interested in today to the man who hurt you before. And I know that's hard to do, but I want you to separate the two. I want you to remind yourself that this man in front of me is not my ex. He is not my dad. He is not that person who hurt me. He's a different person. We're in a different chapter right now. And I'm going to choose to believe the best in him until he proves me otherwise. And then I'm going to not honor myself. And I'm going to honor myself by setting good boundaries, meaning I'm not going to give in um, sexually or physically to him right away. I'm going to make him, I'm going to watch to see if he decides to prove himself to me. I want to see if he steps up to prove himself to me. If he steps up to invest in me, I want to watch these things. So I honor myself by sitting back and observing this man. I'm going to do little and I'm just, the bit, the greatest thing I'm going to do is just observe him. And then I'm going to watch his actions. And I'm only going to be proven the love by his actions, not his words. And so when it comes time to believe in love again, you just have to set yourself up better, okay? And you have to get this notion that this guy is like every other guy. He is not like every other guy. You don't know that. You need to give it time, okay? And you just have to honor yourself first. So I hope that was helpful. Um, that's what I have for today. I hope that was helpful. If it was, um, send me a message or leave a review even better. If you guys can drop a comment down below 
and leave a review. This helps get the podcast out to other people. But um, as always, DM me. Send me a DM in my Instagram. I love connecting with you. If you have any questions, I try to answer questions there. Um, and then I also, I'll put the link down below. Um, also, I do one-on-one coaching. So if you ever need to really dive deep into your stuff, um, and get good guidance on that. I do a lot of that. So I would love to help you and be there for you. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to connect with me, um, DM me on the Instagram at the true feminine and, um, till next time, girls, I love you girls. I think about you all the time and I'm always praying for you. And, um, I just, I just want the best for you girls. So, um, I believe in you. I know that you're going to rise to be the beautiful Queens that you are. Um, that God created you to be and that you're going to sit in your worth and it's going to be amazing. So anyways, um, send me your questions. I love hearing from you girls. Okay. Have an amazing day. God bless.